Welcome to Parker's MMA Show. If you want to learn about all things going down in the fight world, you've come to the right place. Each episode, your host, Parker Keene, will take a deeper dive into the always entertaining world of sanctioned fist fighting. Now here's your host, Parker Keene. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Parker's MMA Show. We have episode 82, and we are here with a very special guest, Junior Albini. He is a 15-6 and six heavyweight MMA fighter, most recently competed in the Serbian Battle Championship, but he's a veteran of the UFC, still young in his MMA career, and one of the most fearsome knockout artists in all of Brazil. So very, very excited to catch up with Junior here and find out what's happening next in his career. Junior, welcome to the show. Very much. It's very nice to be here with you guys. Thank you. So, Junior, you you born and raised in Paranagua, Brazil. Can you talk about what life was like growing up in the south of Brazil? Uh, it's a very good part here in Brazil. The, the south part is is more uh, uh, easier to get good opportunities at school and everything else. Uh, but uh, in fighting, we have Curitiba that's very close to here, so we have a, a very good. Uh, uh, influence in fight and uh, in my city uh, was the first city that uh, Anderson uh, comes Anderson Silva comes to from, from Curitiba to my city to train Jiu-Jitsu. I think it was in the 90s, in the early, uh, and he started here. So we have a big uh, culture here in Paranaguá. Uh, I think is is one of the the, the the earliest in whole Brazil. How did you first get involved in martial arts? Like, obviously, Brazil's very famous for soccer, but, um, you know, did you start off in, in doing jiu-jitsu and kickboxing early on, or how did you get involved? No, uh, I started uh, to lift weights, to lose some weight, because I was, like, uh, I don't know in pounds, but in kilos, 106 kilos. I was 13 years old. That's too much weight for me. Then I need to, to I, I, had, I had to find something to, to lose weight. And uh, I first started uh, to weight lift, and I didn't enjoy it. And uh, a friend uh, called me and said he... Uh, we were watching, actually, uh, an anime called Hajime no Ippo. It's from boxing, and uh, we are kind into boxing. And uh, he just called me and said, Hey, uh, there's a, a school here, boxing school. They are agree, giving uh, free lessons. And if you want to come, we can, I can go with you. Then I start to do some boxing to lose weight, and... The history. I think 106 kilos is like right around 225 pounds. So you were 225 pounds as a as a 13 year old. So have you always been a big guy like that? Uh, no, I always uh, enjoy doing sports. But from my probably my, my my 10 years to my 13 years, I was playing a lot of video games at home. You know, eating a lot. I, I was already big, but I wasn't that fat. But uh, when I went without sports, my, my weight just grew up insanely. So, obviously, you start taking boxing lessons around that time. Um, tell me how you eventually get to MMA, and when was when did you decide to take your first amateur fight? You know, uh, here in Brazil, we have two, two good uh, states for, for, for boxing. It's Sao Paulo and Bahia. Uh, right now, we have an Olympic champion from Bahia. And uh, in Sao Paulo is the strong uh, culture in boxing. So uh, that being said, here in the south part, it's very hard to get bo uh, boxing bouts. And especially for me, that I was like, uh, when I was ready to fight, I was 16 years old and I was heavy. 
and uh, there's age limitations and everything else. So it was very hard for me to get fights. So when I was 17, I think it was easier to find uh, me a, a pro fight in MMA than to look somebody else to fight boxing. That's why I went to, to do uh, uh, my first MMA fight. I did a lot of, of boxing um, amateur fights later, but uh, I think I, I really enjoyed more uh, MMA. I started doing jiu-jitsu together because I want to lose more weight uh, after boxing. So it all comes together. So what was what was one of your favorite stories from that time? You know your 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 amateur career in Brazil. Oh, there's so many because uh, here here in Brazil, you know, uh, when I was already in UFC, uh, I I I really enjoyed to go to this small show and follow guys that train with me, you know, uh, and and the guys here, you know, they they really love fighting and. Uh, just like me, I didn't start for money. I didn't start for nothing. I, I have opportunities to walk away right now from, from fighting, you know. But I think the culture for me is too good, you know. I, I love to be around my friends. I love the, the environment. I love to fighting. And uh, it's, it, it's good. There's so many, so many good stories and some, so many things I can't say, right? But, <laughs> but, but, but it, it's, it's a good life, brother. So tell us about when, when did you know for a fact that this is what you were going to do? I was going to go be a professional fighter. Uh, probably when I was 16 years old, uh, when I was finally lose some heavy, heavy weight already, I was getting ready to fight. And uh, pretty much said to me that I want to fight. I started uh, to, to get really, really uh, easy on school. I didn't want to go to school anymore. Uh, my father was trying to kill me because he, oh, you must study, you must stay uh, in school. But I didn't want to, to do any more study. My head was on only on MMA and, and, and boxing. And then when I had the first opportunity to, to do a, a MMA fight, I said, that's it for me. I don't even care about money, you know. I, I said, oh, I can live anywhere, I don't care. I can take care of myself somehow, some way. But I want to do this for my life because it brings me joy. And uh, after my first, uh, actually three days before my first pro fight, I lost my father. And uh, a couple couple weeks ago, uh, uh, he was uh, hospitalized, right? I couldn't talk to him because he was uh, like in uh, not a, a UTA, intensive treatment. So I couldn't speak to, 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 to him for three weeks. So the, the whole process for me, knowing that I was going to fight, I couldn't talk to him, you know, say, oh, I'm going to do my first fight. I couldn't talk to him. It was was just uh, like this. So I think this for me a little bit to 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 make him proud so, some somehow, you know, because he was very he was a, a, a former boxer too, but amateur in in art here in Brazil. So for me, it's a, like a a way of honoring him somehow too. What was it like, Junior, in those those early days? You take your first couple professional fights and you're bouncing around this Brazilian regional scene. I mean, what is it like to fight on those kind of cards locally? I mean, it's not something that what we in the States get to see a lot of. You know, what is what is kind of special about that Brazil regional scene? Uh, I think we're, we're far behind from other countries, especially uh, USA. Uh, the way you handle uh, things here. So I was having a lot of trouble with my weight because I didn't know if I would to go to 205 because I was still young and uh, I was losing weight, but I didn't 
new. Uh, you know, uh, we have a conception here, uh, like 10 years ago, eight years ago, that uh, the better, the, the most uh, you can cut weight, the better, because it's going to be stronger. Right now, we know that it's not true, you know. Somehow, it's, it's, uh, it's better for you to fight too close to your original weight. But at uh, that time, we didn't have that the kind of knowledge. So, uh, in the, 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 the whole thing is, is different because we don't take uh, the weight cut pro, uh, professionally. Uh, uh, there's a lot of, of uh, uh, you know, you, know uh, you don't know when you're going to fight. So, it's a little bit harder to, to cut weight. And uh, you don't know who you're going to fight. There's no videos. There's no tape. There's nothing for you to say. Just and fight, so it's, it's hard, it's, it's a little bit, uh, okay, okay, it's professional, but uh, it's a little bit amateur, the way they handle fingers here. Did you have any help when you were cutting weight, or are you just kind of out there doing it by yourself, trying to figure it out? No, uh, only, you know, not uh, from a nutritionist or nothing like that, just from uh, former veterans that uh, uh, taught us something, how to do it, you know, but not the, the best way to. And while you're doing this, right, like you start off your career 10 and 2, and then you get a call to go over to Serbia. How does that happen? How do you go from fighting in like Sao Paulo and all these different places in Brazil to all of a sudden you're getting a call to fight in Serbia? Yeah, yeah. You know, when I was in Camboriú, uh, this, the, the place I talked that Dahenchu was there too, uh, there was a, a guy from Serbia called Bo, uh, Boyan Mihajovic. He fought uh, Nganu. He was the, the original first opponent from Nganu, but he had some uh, trouble. Then he couldn't make the fight. So I think uh, Carl LB took the fight. But uh, and, uh, they, they fought like two or three fights uh, later. So he came to Santa Catarina where I was training. Uh, he was a student of Marcelo Brigadeiro from Luta Livre. And I uh, was uh, only uh, half guy there. So uh, we trained together. He liked me. And uh, uh, he asked me if I could go to Serbia to help him in the, his training camp against uh, Francis Enigan. And uh, when I got there, uh, I talked to him. He has a lot of connections over there. And uh, he has a show. I talked to him about the poss uh, possibility. So I uh, could make an international fight for me. I think it was going to be good for my career. And I was in good shape. I was training with him, you know, like sparring and everything. So I think I was ready to go. And he said, okay. And then after that, you win in Serbia, you get one more win in Brazil, and then you get the call from the UFC. Tell me the story of how you got that call, how that went down, where you got to the UFC. Yeah, I was like one year before my, my UFC debut, uh, debut. I have some, some problems with my hands. I was having some problems uh, uh, looking for new guys to fight. Uh, they were always saying, okay, give me one, my, my former manager, okay, give me one more, then I'm going to uh, make uh, UFC, one more, make UFC. So uh, I, I'm, I almost lost hope uh, after my, my last fight. I was, uh, I think, 10 win streaks, and it uh, was very hard to find an, an opponent, you know. So I uh, changed my, my manager in December. Uh, I was from uh, with Marcel Brigadeiro. I went to Alex Davis, he's still my, my manager uh, from now. And uh, I think maybe three months later, he said that he was working really hard for me to get the FC and uh, he will try to, to get ready. And uh, I think they, they offer some kind of, of, of 
fight uh, for Damian Grabowski like uh, one uh, ten, 10 days, I think, from the UFC Sweden, something like that. And I said I was ready. And uh, Damian Grabowski said uh, he didn't want to fight me uh, because he knew me, something like that. That it was a risk fight for him, you know, and I was coming like from the uh, debut. He has everything to lose and nothing to gain by beating me. So I think that sent a message to UFC that uh, the guys were know me, something like that. They, them, uh, maybe I was ready to get in the UFC. Then they, uh, Alex offered me uh, Timothy Johnson. That, that's why uh, when I get to the UFC. So obviously, once you get there, you kind of go viral because your your nickname at the time is is Baby, and you show up in this you know very tight white shorts, looks like a, a diaper almost. Kind of, how did you get that nickname, and and whose decision was it to go with the white shorts? Uh, actually, uh, when I was my first, uh, I did a, a fight here in my city, Paranaguá. Then I, when I was 18, 18 I went to Curitiba to a bigger uh, training camp, and my mom, uh, my mother uh, took me there, and uh, he talks to the, 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 the owner, the, the manager, it's uh, Cristiano Marcelo, he's the, the, the coach from, for Eliseu Capoeira, uh, he, uh, she said to, to me, oh, you have to take care of, of him, you know, he's big, but he's just a baby, that's why I got the nickname Baby, and uh, about the, the, the diapers, you know, uh, I have a lot of uh, retention, uh, water retention in my, in my legs. So the first thing that comes back again uh, are the, the size in my legs. So I think when I prove uh, in the beginning of the week, I was losing weight. And uh, after in the, the fight day, in the, the hour, uh, it was so tight and uh, I had to put it over. And unfortunately, it looked like a diaper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's classic. So... You get your first shot in the in the UFC. You KO Tim Johnson, friend of the show, on the um, in your debut. What was that feeling like getting a KO on the biggest stage in the world? Oh, it was awesome, but uh, I, I didn't I didn't feel like it was something different that I ever did. You know, I, okay, I said okay, I'm in the UFC right now, and uh, but just just fighting. You know, it's the same thing. There's nothing new. But I think I completed my, my first thing that uh, I swear on my, my, my father's grave that I would honor him, you know. I think it was a uh, part of me relieved that, that I accomplished that. And uh, the, I, I want to, to just keep going, you know. Just, just uh, I, I, I finally start thinking to myself that I finally can, can provide to my family, uh, to everyone that, that is with me, you know, and do the, the thing I love, that's fighting. So uh, I think it was more kind of relief. Uh, after the fight, and and and, and for me it was good. Just like I I see that I belong there, you know. So after that fight, you have unfortunately four losses in a row, all to you know former champion and Orlovsky, and then three other guys that have been you know in the top ten. Um, so how is that dealing with that, and and just how do you deal with the loss in general? And now, since then, you've reeled off two wins again. So you've obviously turned it around. But just talk to me a little bit about that. I think for, for my, my first fight against Shimuchi Johnson, I gave myself so much in my training camp. You know, I burned myself out to really uh, make a good fight. And uh, because it was a good fight, I earned performance. And everyone uh, was talking about me. I, I think I entered their rankings and everything. 
uh, they want to see me fight again. So I think I I shouldn't have uh, accepted that their loves fight so soon. Uh, I didn't have any 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 enough time, in my opinion, to assimilate everything, the UFC, the money, the attention that I was getting, you know. And I didn't have a good training and, and how how I was supposed to give myself in in training, you know. And uh, after that, I lost fight. I went to the fight knowing 100% that I would uh, win that fight, but uh, it didn't go my way. And uh, I think I lost a lot of confidence doing this, you know. And 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 I I think I uh, I was most like uh, not a loss of confidence, but broke my heart, you know, because I really entered the UFC thinking that I was able to be champion, you know. Obviously, you've You've bounced back, right? You've bounced back from those losses. You've gotten back in the win column. What changed for you that allowed you to kind of get back to your winning ways? Uh, actually, I did a, a, another fight uh, last week. Uh, a, a really small show because the pandemic here is very bad to to to, to find opponents here, and it was a good way to find Rita. So uh, I really don't care anymore, you know, I just want to keep fighting. I know for sure that I'm going to be back to UFC uh, 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 later uh, or this year, maybe next year. I know I'm putting the, 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 the right enough work to get there. I know I can give so much more. I'm not going to say to you, oh, I'm going to be champion, but I'm sure I know that that can be up there because I went to ATT, I trained a lot of tough guys, you know. I started uh, training MMA like when I was 14. I think I had I have the, the tools to be there, you know, and to be back to the winning column, I think it's a good way to to bring back some confidence, you not know, to build back myself. I think maybe in the FC I burned myself because I went to Arlovski, then uh, Olinik, then uh, 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 Jairzinho. I think it was a lot of of you know uh, bad bad choice for me to 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 make, you know, to to. I didn't have uh, the, the proper way to build myself back up. I think I lost the, the, that uh, Olympic fight that I wasn't supposed to lose. Uh, all my confidence was running away, you know. I, I shouldn't have lost to those guys that I think if my confidence was, was, was good and I was feeling good, you know. I went to a, like a blank space uh, uh, with Olympic that uh, when he got me Ezekiel choke, I, I knew, I knew for sure if he, he can... Give me that Zikio show like 10, 10 times, uh, 100 times right now. I know I have the jiu-jitsu enough to, to defend myself, you know. But uh, when he got me in that position, my head went blank. I was starting to think to myself, oh, my God, I can't believe that it's going to happen to me now. And uh, a little bit, I have some kind of panic, you know. So I think uh, I had to beat myself up again. But uh, I'm sure that I have the tools to be there. So obviously we talked a little bit about it, but... Um... The ultimate goal, obviously, is to get back to the UFC. What is your goal for just the rest of the year, you know, now that we have a couple months left in 2021? Yeah, I have another small fight uh, on Sunday, and I just want to keep uh, active right now. I need some rhythm. I need to build up. You know, when you keep fighting a lot and come back uh, to training again, you know, you evolve so much because you feel more into the game. So I just want to keep busy, you know. Uh, right now, uh, I think it's got warmer in Brazil, the, the uh, show situation, because there was a long time without anything. So right now, everyone wants to do a show or something like that, you know. Uh, right now, the pandemic situation is getting a little bit clear. So uh, I want to wanna, uh, 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 have a... Uh, uh, how, how can I say to you? Like a surf, you know, the, the wave... Right now, that's yes, ride, ride the, wave, the wave, the momentum. 
Yes, yes, that's it. Beautiful. So we ask this to a lot of the fighters, but what is, in your opinion, the biggest problem with modern day MMA and what would be your solution to fix it? I think it's the, I don't have a, like a big problem, you know. I think I'll I follow a lot, a lot of sports. I love soccer. I love a lot of sports in Brazil. I think it's the natural way, you know, to sports to evolve. It's not going to be the, the same thing, you know. There will always going to be a new problem. So I think it's right the way it, it is. Maybe some 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 uh, guys uh, uh, that uh, uh, you know a lot of major, you know, and and don't fight good and and get more attention than others no i think maybe but there's in all other aspects of, of life not just sports you know sometimes uh, uh people that worth more attention and and don't don't doesn't get it so it's, it's not fair it's not a fair game so i don't see any any good uh, a big problem in, in this part so I got to ask you, I'm a, I'm a huge soccer fan. We, uh, we recently got the Brazilian league that we can now see in the U.S. So I'm in the market for a team, Junior. Who is your soccer team that you like in Brazil, and, and why should I root for them? Yeah, it's Sao Paulo. Uh, right now the coach is Arena Crespo. He's a former legend from Argentina. And, uh, you know, in Brazil, uh, soccer situation outside some teams like uh, Flamengo, that's a really good financial situation. Uh, most teams, uh, teams here are, are broke, you know, uh, so it's, it's, it's hard to compete against teams like Flamengo, right now Atlético Mineiro, that are teams that have a good situation, like Palmeiras, that was the, 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 the former, the last uh, Libertadores, like the Champions. Mm-hmm. Uh, champions, so I, I think São Paulo has identity, you know, uh, is, a, is, a, is a, the, the biggest uh, uh, world uh, winner here we have in Brazil. And, uh, it's, it's it's a passion for me. Red and black, right? They have the red and black crest, Sao Paulo. Yes, yes. Uh, red, black, and and white. Yes, it's called it tricolor. There, there we go, Park. That could be our team. Um, and then Junior, what is the best advice you have received in martial arts or in life? I think uh, probably, of course, gonna gonna push to my father because uh, he always believed in me and said oh i think i think it's the 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 the, the most uh talking thing in the world you know, but it's, it's real you have to believe in yourself you know that you can do it and my father always gives me freedom to, to choose uh, whatever I, I want to all right we got one more for you and then we got a little rapid fire um segment here but junior what is your favorite thing about living the lifestyle of a professional fighter and what is your least favorite thing about it i think the least favorite is very easy to say is is the the weight cut you know and the diet it sucks and the, the sleep you know i have to, to they, they recover part i have to sleep I like i, I can't hang out i can do most of stuffs and i think the best way uh is the friends the community uh when you train together and i have a big camp you know you really become friends of, of everyone it's a nice environment you know and the, the traveling and everything is very good you know it's very i, I it's the, the, it's kind of freedom that i have in fight you know i can change camp i can go wherever i want i can spend some time in, in thailand maybe i can go to yes to 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 make some wrestling something like that you know All right, Junior, we have a a segment we do with everyone on this show. We have five rapid-fire questions, just like a five-round fight. 
I got five questions for you about heavyweight stuff. So uh, I know you're a big guy. Let me know when you're ready for the rapid fire. All right, let's go. Question number one, who would win in a fight? The top five flyweights in the UFC or Francis Ngannou? Oh, Francis Ngannou. <laughs> yeah. Number two, what is the tallest building or mountain you have ever been to the top of? Oh, no, no, not really. Not when I'm afraid of heights. You're afraid of heights. <laughs> Number three, what is the heaviest thing you have ever lifted? Uh, a deadlift bar, maybe. How heavy? How heavy do you deadlift? Yeah, 208 kilos. <laughs> that's like, uh, I think, like, over, that's over 550 pounds. Yeah, it's, I think 60, 60, something like that. 660 pounds? Jeez. Number four, what is the largest meal you have ever eaten in your life? My largest meal probably in the, the U.S. I, I, I ate a whole box of, of uh, donuts. It was my first time trying. You know, we don't have here in Brazil. It was amazing. 20, you ate 24 donuts? Like... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the, the whole, the, the big box, I ate two and I'm shaking. <laughs> and number five, what is the largest animal you think you could take in a fight? Oh, that's that's bad. You know, I love fishing. I love everything. So I have a very bad respect for, for animals. And I know they can beat our ass very easily, you know. But probably uh, 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 a small chimpanzee, maybe. Something like that. All right. There it is. Those are the five questions. Junior. Thank you for coming on the show. Let the people where know where they can find you on social media and then any shout-outs that you have. Yeah, yeah on my Instagram and uh, Twitter. I don't write a lot on Twitter, but uh, I like Instagram and reading all stuff on Twitter. It's junior.albini. And any shout-outs? No, 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 no. Thank you. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. Well, that was episode 82 of Parker's MMA Show. I'm Billy Naden. He's Junior Albini. That's Parker Keen. Uh, like, share, subscribe, tell your friends. Junior, thanks again for coming on the show. And when you get another fight book, let us know. We'll have you back on. All right. Thank you very much for having me. Thank you. Thank you, Junior. Thank have you. a good night. We'll see you. You have a good night. Texas Trees is the premier tree care company in the DFW area. Whether you need basic maintenance or specialized services, when it comes to trees, we've got you covered. Pruning, chipping, bracing, and cabling, even root barriers and disease control, we do it all. And if you aren't sure what you need, we have certified arborists on staff to point you in the right direction. Visit us at NorthTexasTrees.net. That's NorthTexasTrees.net. Thanks for listening to Parker's MMA Show. Take a moment to rate and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts and visit ParkerKeensMMAShow.Podbean.com for additional information on Parker and to stay up to date on the latest drama in the fight world. For more information and important links about today's episode, check out the show notes.